Welcome back to Two Pats and a Podcast. This is episode nine. I'm your host, Patrick. And I'm the other Patrick. And uh, we're coming up to the end of the Australian financial year. If you're not Australian, then you wouldn't know. We do the 1st of July till the 30th of June every year. I love how no country seems to agree on when this should be. Uh, I think Canada is the only one where it makes sense, which is it's the calendar, calendar year. year. Yeah. But yeah, everyone else is the US. It's like March, some, something like that. New Zealand is the 1st of April to the end of March. Oh, that's weird. I would have thought they'd follow us or I don't know where we get ours from. Possibly the UK. I guess the advantage is if it's since it's not at the end of the year, you don't have like everyone dealing with taxes at Christmas. Yeah, that's true. And uh, obviously, I don't know how Australian retail would cope without the end of financial year as sale excitement. Mm-hmm. To kind of bridge the gap between the Christmas specials and the after Christmas sales. And then the after after Christmas sales. And, and the New Year's sales. And then the pre-Australia Day sales. And then the post-Australia Day sales. <laughs> Valentine's Day, Anzac Day. Christmas in July, <laughs> Christmas after July. Yeah. Did you did you find yourself buying a lot of things during the end of financial year sale? Uh, probably more than I should have. It's just very tempting, and I, and obviously that's the intention. It seems like some of the deals are so good that you're almost losing money if you don't buy them. Yeah, like for for me eBay had 15% off uh, everyone and 20% off some people and then a 10% off and then another 15% off and then another 10% and then a 20 oh, the 20% was never anything but a select few. And so I bought a few things. I bought a, a new Switch and then I bought another new Switch and then I bought a rack because of course and not through that sale but a different one. I, I, I bought a TV and I got a good deal. It was a really good deal, though. It was a really good deal, and I sold my old TV, so it didn't... But I'm rationalizing, and I'm quite aware of that. And so you had the idea of trying something different. Yeah. I think because we're fortunate enough that we we make okay money. I think we, we're, we're above average in Australia, and... That means that we're ridiculously fortunate on a on a global scale. Mm-hmm. We might be money rich ish, but time poor. Yeah. So not having a lot of time means we don't get a lot of time to do things that make us happy. So to, in a way, for me anyway, I compensate by buying things, and I get my little high from that. But it's a very short-term high, and not even before the credit card is finished uh, processing, uh, I'm already looking at the next thing to purchase. When I was less, uh, shall we say, smart with my money, I had, I, th- I think like many 20-year-olds, had a little bit of credit card debt, and I started looking into things that would help me be a bit better. And so I started using a program called YNAB, which is you need a budget. And 
at the time, I kind of I got things under control, and so I kind of fell out of using the app. And it was last year when I realized that I want more financial freedom to do to be able to do what I want rather than having to rely on having a job that mm-hmm. is is good, it pays well, and I work with awesome people. Hi, anyone who might be listening. I want to be able to ultimately have the freedom to do go and do things in places without the constraint of the job that I have now. And in order to kind of reach that, I knew that I had to start properly saving money. And I knew that just having a savings account wasn't enough because as I got, well, for years now, I've paid my credit card bill on time every month in full. And that feels really good. But it's super easy to, especially during one of these these sales, to go, oh, there's a TV. That's okay. By the time my credit card bill comes, I'll get paid. And so I'm not really touching my savings. Mm-hmm. When in practice, of course, you are because you haven't earned that money yet. And what what Wineab kind of forced me to rethink is that it pushed those purchases I made from on my credit card from being something I paid for later when I paid the credit card bill to being something that was paid for out of my budget now. And that means that, like, like you were saying, with, uh, by the time the credit card bill has come, you've already looked at something else. And so you've, it's super easy to kind of start double spending. Yeah. And it, what I've noticed is that I, well, A, I use my credit card less. Even though the credit card has rewards and benefits, uh, suddenly the biggest drawer, which was pushing paying for things off into the future, wasn't there anymore. And I actually find myself wanting to pay, like, I, I look at the balance on those cards and I, and I don't like it anymore. And I want to pay it now, even though it's actually not necessarily the smartest thing to do, because interest and all that, blah, 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 blah. And so, yeah, I looked at it and I thought, there, there were a few things that I really wanted to, to change. And the TV was one of them. The, the switches were kind of a slightly more economic decision because the other switches I had had recurring licensing to pay. And it was, it's actually just cheaper to buy new switches than to, uh, than to relicense the old ones. But yeah, as soon as I'd bought them, I was already looking at something else. And so, yeah, I think I'm on board with this, this crazy plan. Actually, why don't you describe the crazy plan? The simplest way to describe it is to basically not buy anything new. Uh, And what I mean by that is to not buy anything that isn't replacing something. So what I find is that, unlike you, I'm very bad at getting rid of old things. I'm a bit of a hoarder. I, I actively collect things. And because of that, I end up with a lot of stuff that all work and there's no good reason to get rid of them, so I don't. And while that's 
that's still the case, I'm accumulating more things, I'm buying even more stuff, which means that all these perfectly good items that I have are getting even less used. And I think it culminated in my latest purchase where I bought a little camera for myself as a birthday present. And then as soon as I bought it, I was thinking, oh, I should probably get a new lens for that. And so I bought a lens for it. And then I was happy for a little while. But because of all these sales, I'm thinking, oh, maybe I could get another camera. And and I think that was the little bit of a wake-up call for me to say, why, why are you buying these things? Why is it that you want to buy these things? Is it because you really need it? Is it replacing something that's broken? And in the end, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't any of those things. It was the, the high of getting, getting something that you think you wanted. But it went away so quickly that to keep it going, you kind of have to buy more things or at least be actively looking for the next thing that you want to purchase. Yeah, I, I, I find that, that too. And I've, I've tried to, for the, last, for the last six, seven months, to tell myself if I'm buying something big that I'm trying that I have to sell things to pay for it um and I don't just mean in the dollar sense but also in the space and stuff count mm-hmm. um because I've found that there's I have so much stuff and it just it accumulates so much and I don't use a lot of it there's some, like uh, most of it gets used enough that I can justify having it really kind of sort of maybe there's there's just enough stuff that really a lot of the time when I'm when I'm buying something new I need to make sure that the thing that is going out is really going out and so part of what I want to do differently this year is so what I want to do differently this year is invert my decision so like i bought a new macbook pro last year and then i sold multiple pcs you know i had a a pc that i'd built myself and some other bits and pieces and i sold enough stuff that i actually paid for the macbook pro but i what i want to do differently this year is anytime i do that now i have i have to sell first and then i can buy the new thing the exception, obviously, is clothing. Uh, I don't spend a lot of money on clothes. I probably still, I still spend more than maybe I could, but I'm not a big spender on clothes. But I do have a tendency to buy things before I need to. So that's going to be the change this year as well. It's not buying clothes until I need them. Obviously, food is is completely outside of the deal. Uh, I think in general we'd probably we've been trying to eat out eat out less uh and I think we'll continue with that. Mhm. 
but it's all kind of like the the point of this is is twofold and one of them is to accumulate less new things mm-hmm. um but also to free up money and time that was spent on acquiring things mm-hmm. into doing yeah i think for me because i am so bad at selling in that i don't sell anything so for me this year it'll be more of not buying new things unless i need them so that means if i have a perfectly good camera or phone or any kind of item provided that it still works i should not be replacing it or i should not be buying something that basically does the same thing yeah i think i think it's entirely reasonable if you do sell something to then buy a new buy to buy a different one but again taking the opportunity of the the sell first approach is to force myself to to think about whether i whether i really need that thing especially uh, depending on how much you can get for it cuz if you buy first then sell later you've already committed yourself to selling the item and if it it goes for less than what you think you kind of are already in so it's easier to sort of let it go for less whereas if you're selling first and you get a lower price you could sort of think to yourself well maybe i could do with this for a bit longer or maybe that deal that i'm getting if i buy the new thing isn't as good because of like the the lower price yeah i think that's that's really important too so i mean the the other thing i i've you know in keeping with the the other part of it of having less stuff um i sent away all, my entire blu-ray and dvd collection uh because at the end of the day i don't physical media is just not isn't worth holding on to anymore. Um I have kind of given myself the rule for it's been over a year now where I won't buy a movie on a physical disc unless it's to get it in 4K because you can't get 4K digital content here in Australia yet. Uh you can uh, you can watch YouTube in 4K which is fine, but you can't get movies in it. And you definitely can't get them in 4K with HDR. So I have a very small collection of those. But as soon as I can switch to a digital format for those, I'll do the same thing and get rid of them. But then that physical disc collection, pretty much everything in that collection I can either get from iTunes or Google Play or Netflix. I mean Google Play and and iTunes, I can rent them. because most of the time I don't watch them that many times and I know the ones I do and can just buy those when I next want to watch them and keep a digital file that I don't need to even keep because it'll be on this digital service and if it isn't then okay whatever DRM means 
things aren't forever, there'll be someone else who I can buy it from because my movie tastes are not that esoteric. Um, the ones I really like to watch again are the are the Disney Pixar movies and uh, and the Die Hard movies, and I got all of those on Google Play already. Um, and so the the less for me, I think it's mostly about less stuff and trying to shed some stuff in the process. And I think that's why uh, it has to, yeah, it can't just be sell a bunch of things so I can buy something. Uh, it has to be a very conscious decision about that new thing. And I know already that there's at least one exception to this rule, and that is the new iPhone. Um because, and I know this is terrible, but I have owned every iPhone so far. And they cycle through people after I have them. And then after they've done that, then I sell them. So I I think I'm okay buying a new yeah, iPhone. Yeah, I think you're good in that way in that you don't hold on to all your iPhones. You you do distribute them to family. And for a, li- for a little while you were handing them down to me and then to your relatives so it's quite good that way so they get a, they get a lot of use and so I, I don't feel too bad about that but that's obviously an exception because i'm i'm not going to sell the the 7 plus to buy the new one because the 7 plus will be handed off but i think that i think that's okay i think that's within the spirit well i think it is because part of well, part of my motivation for doing this is to not let things go to waste. And that means accumulating things, letting perfectly good things sit in the cupboard, not being used. So at least with you, as soon as you get your new item, you do hand it over to people who can use them. And at least that way, the item is being appreciated. Yeah, and actually, that is kind of something that I feel bad about about the like the the stash of cameras that I have as well is that they're there and I don't use them. I mean, okay, one of them's the the old D fifty, which is an eleven year old DSLR, but I kind of replaced that five or oh, seven seven years ago, six years ago. Mm-hmm. So really, I should have sold it or given it away or something with it then. Uh, and I guess we'll, we'll probably talk some more about it in the future, uh, especially if we fall off the wagon mm-hmm. or if we're doing particularly well with, if, if we're getting rid of things, I guess. Yeah, for me... I know where I'm going to struggle is getting rid of things, but I'm hoping that I'm at least going to be neutral. I think that's the best that I can hope for for the year is not maybe not reduce the amount of stuff I have, but at least not add to it. Because, like I said, I'm a hoarder. Yeah, and the the two-ish month hiatus that we took from recording this has been kind of surrounding our move and we have quite a bit more space and 
to to kind of use that creatively, we have bought more Calax storage cubes. But one of the things that I think we're both keen on avoiding is just filling those up. Yeah, because we did that last time. When we moved into a bigger place, the temptation is to fill it, and we did. And then we kind of felt it when we had to move back to a smaller place. And now that we're, we're now on a bigger place again, the, the temptation is to stick everything back in the cupboard and then have it be out of sight and sort of be able to justify, oh, okay, well, in that case, I could buy this new shiny thing or I could buy more of these yeah. or I can't find these. Oh, well, I'll just buy some more. And I, I think it's perfectly okay to put things like the box, the box for something. That's okay to put, to hide that away, to take advantage of the space. But as soon as things like the camera goes away, you don't think about it, or I don't think about it. There's a, there's a, a, um, there's a Hero Pro somewhere around here. I'm, I don't actually know where it is. And this is terrible, but I just bought a nice new Sony one. And, I mean, if I could, when I find the Hero Pro, I'll sell it. That's kind of the, I do need to find it. I don't know where it is. That's terrible. But, yeah. And so, like, for now, the Hero, uh, the Sony one is sitting there right where I can see it from from my armchair. The Nintendo Switch, which I haven't had a lot of chance to play with recently, is sitting there out plugged into the TV rather than away in the bag, even though it would kind of be neater and tidier. Because otherwise I'm going to forget it's there and then it's going to be months and it will have been entirely wasted. Yeah, I I think part of what I want to achieve this year as well with this buying list is to appreciate what I have now. I think because the high from that new purchase is so fleeting. Yeah, so the high is is, is fleeting when you buy new things. And actually, I, I, I found that myself when I used to buy cheap, cheap Android or cheap Windows devices is that you get that high from taking it home and then it and then it wears off and then you're stuck with this thing which isn't terrible but isn't really bringing you any extra happiness mm-hmm. and so part of i guess the year of less is also going and making sure you're choosing things smartly so you're choosing the thing that will bring you the most joy uh, and provide you with the most flexibility or whatever whatever fulfills that criteria. Or buying things that you genuinely need as opposed to, oh, that's interesting and also it's cheap. You know, it's not going to make a dent, big dent in my budget if I buy it. So I buy it, use it once, and then it sits in a cupboard yeah. for years. Yeah, and uh, yeah, likewise, I'm guilty of that, and it and it sucks because then you've got this thing, and now you have to get rid of it, or you cart it around from place to place. 
And that's what we're trying to avoid. Yeah. I, I think that's one of the things that we, well, I noticed anyway from when we moved, like how much stuff we've actually uh, had to cart to the new place. And until now, some of those things are still in boxes and it hasn't negatively impacted my day-to-day life, which makes me think, well, did I even need them? Yeah. And and especially with stuff that we still have, it's do we still need it? Okay. I think that kind of fills up our time for for this episode. Um, Well, I'll throw in the show notes a couple of the the YouTube channels that we enjoy watching that kind of focus a bit on doing things a little bit differently. Um, The wonderful Exploring Alternatives who look at people who kind of live in different ways and different uh, accommodation, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, again, they've also, they've done a, quite a lot of work on minimizing what they have. Uh, and also the the less junk, more journey people who have gone through multiple phases of getting down to a smaller and smaller mm-hmm. and anything else that we can think of. Uh, don't forget, we have a website at twopats.live. You can find uh, the show notes there or in the podcast player of your choice. We have a YouTube channel that we are sporadically updating with food reviews. There is a link to it from the website. Hit us up on Twitter. I'm at the Patrick. And I'm at Limburger2001. And from the website, you'll find links to us on Instagram and stuff as well. We'd love to hear from you. And we hope to do this a bit more regularly again. Yeah. Bye. Bye.